At Southern Company, safety is our number one value. We believe in the safety of our employees and customers is paramount. We perform and maintain every job, every day, safely. You're listening to the SoPod Network, now streaming on Apple, Spotify, and Google platforms. 2019 has been a great year for Southern Company's SoPod Network podcast. Recording 18 diverse episodes told by employees from all levels around the system, as well as from the company's CEO. In this latest episode, you'll learn why three of our Virginia Natural Gas employees can add hero to their resume. What started as a routine day on the job for Virginia Natural Gas operations mechanics, De'Aaron Brown, Doug Williams, and Jason Sweets, ended up as anything but. These team members not only made some necessary repairs on equipment in the basement of an apartment in Norfolk, Virginia, but more importantly, helped save a life. First, we asked the men to describe each other and what it's like to work together. Doug speaks first. De'Aaron does a good job. He tries to do... uh the best job every time, which is which is awesome, and that's the way the uh, rest of our department is. We try to do every every time we go somewhere, we try to go over and above. He's very low key, but he gets the job done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason's a good guy. He's uh, catching on pretty quick. You know, we have you know different trucks, so I'm I'm not really training Jason. That's more uh, Doug. Oh uh, well, I mean, just because I'm in training, I know Doug. For a long time, being out in different departments, out in the field, uh, you know, basically we all we've worked together for a long time. But with me going in this new department, going over training as in proper procedures, you know, learning the aspects of the job, you know, and dealing with uh, new employees, you know, he. He might not have the experience of being here not as long, but he's got the more experience in this department than me. But there's things that we all put together. You know, everything that we've done in the past, we've all put our our capabilities of what we've learned in the past into what we're doing now. So, and, and joking-wise, we're just down to earth. We, we know we got a work to do, and, you know, we make fun, have fun. We were interested in learning more about the day-to-day operations of the three gas employees, considering that that August day was far from ordinary. To dig a bit deeper, we asked the men if there were any signs that let them know the day was going to be anything but routine. It was a regular day. Yeah. So every every day that we have, we go to different different houses, different businesses every day. So um, our regular work day, we're, we're at a different place all the time, and it's something new all the time. Nothing like this. This was out of the ordinary. Yes, it was. That day, I was just supposed to be with uh, Doug, you know, just getting some more experience and training, and like not just us, but anybody in our department. If one of us needs some help, there, there's nothing. It's not surprising that we'll get called off and go help somebody. So to give you an idea, nah, it's just a normal routine, and you know. It's good to work. Actually, we were probably more excited to see see what was going on to be there to help. So, 
the only different thing that that day was when I I normally work in Chesapeake or Virginia Beach, but that day when I logged in, I got a surprise. I I was working in Norfolk that day, so yeah, that was that was my first time. <laughs> I don't want to work. Nobody probably wants to work in Norfolk. So we're at an apartment complex. Actually, uh, De'Aaron was there first, and um, we had a, a league survey. Um, person that had already made arrangements with the building's owner to gain access to the basement for that day. And I guess uh, he he found something in the basement, wanted us to do routine maintenance. So um, De'Aaron, it was it was some pretty big um, stuff that he was working on. So De'Aaron needed a hand. And that's when he called for us to, uh, he called a supervisor to get some assistance. And that's when they called uh, Jason and myself to go down there and uh, assist him in the basement. De'Aaron recalls the moment he heard the muffled and faint noises coming from the apartment basement. Initially, he was unsure if he would tell his colleagues for fear they may not be able to hear the same low sounds coming from the underground room. The noises he heard turned out to be the distress calls of an elderly woman. I was there first, so uh, I'm down there with the leak survey guy. He's showing me what's going on, so I knew that right then I needed assistance. So when we show up, leak survey can leave so i'm down there by myself trying to get a game plan together before i actually call my supervisor so while i'm down there um i start hearing like a, it was like a real faint screaming noise so thinking to myself um you know where is this coming from so i'm looking around it was a nice it wasn't it was a weird basement but it was pretty clean so i'm walking around you know trying to you know what what is that this slight screaming noise so now I'm trying not to think about it. So, so I got a game plan called my supervisor. So I'm t- on the phone with my supervisor describing, you know, what's what needs to be done and why I need uh, assistance. So, um, but while I'm on the phone, I can still hear that, you know, faint screaming noise and it's not going away. Like it'll, it'll go away for about two, three minutes, but then I'll come back. So then my supervisor said, yeah, I'm gonna get dug. But I didn't mention anything to my supervisor about the screaming noise. So. Uh, he just told me that Doug and uh, Jason was coming. So wow, I hung up with my supervisor. So I'm down there. I'm still, I'm still hearing. And then I'm, it's a whatever the noise is starting to say, starting to say, help now. So I'm thinking to myself, it's you know somebody down here because there's a bunch of doors down there too. So I'm like getting closer to doors and you know, so it's starting to creep me out at this point. So I was like, I'm gonna go sit in my truck until Doug and Jason gets here. So when when I was sitting in my truck, you know, thinking to myself, should I say something to Doug and Jason before they, you know, before we go in the basement? But someone's telling me don't say that because they might think you're crazy. But I had just <laughs> just changed service centers, and this is my first time actually working with Doug and Jason too. So when they show up, it just kind of like just kind of slipped out, and I was like, look, y'all might hear some weird noises in the basement. And Doug and Jason kind of looked at me like, like, what are you talking about? So. We just kind of looked at each other like, uh, okay, yeah, I, hey, take us to where you're hearing these noises. So so we walked down. He said, I'm hearing them right here. So I'm looking around. I'm going, man, I, I don't hear any noises, dear. <laughs> so we just kind of brushed it off. And then when we went to walk out, because we went down, uh, he stopped us where he thought he was hearing the noises. We went down looked at this massive meter set with tons of meters hanging on it and when we were walking out we heard the noise then and it was just so faint it was it was different 
you hear a lot of stuff in basements. You usually hear everything that's going on up top, but you, you hear some strange, unexplainable noises sometimes, too, because, like you said, they have some creepy uh, basements out there, you know, dark and dingy and wet. But, um, no, we, we thought he actually heard a noise. It, you know, maybe he wasn't quite sure what it was or, you know, show us where it is and maybe we can help you try to figure out where it's coming from. And um, it was it was different. It was a different sound. Actually, I, I didn't feel scared. You know, it was just uh, going back to the noise. It sounded like it was a recording, and it was very faint. I mean, you could barely hear it. But during the process of us working, and, you know, we were using pipe wrenches, making some noises, it seemed like that noise was getting louder. And then uh, that's, you know, we, we basically were putting our heads together. What if? You know, is there somebody really in trouble? Or because you could tell it wasn't sound like a recording no more, it was it was getting louder. So, and that's when we had to sit down and put our heads together, figure out maybe we need to get this checked into. We tried to figure out exactly where it was coming from because there was a lot of units on this building. So um, we went right to where the sounds were coming from. We figured, tried to figure out which apartment it was, and we went out and actually banged on the door to see if somebody needed needed something or, hey, what was going on? But no answer, no no nothing. So, And then after that, we put our heads together. We were like, you know, we wouldn't feel right you know, just leaving here without somebody checking it out. So uh, that's when we called our supervisor and said, hey, you know, we got something going on. I'm just letting you know we're going to call the non-emergency line and uh, get some, get them to check it out at least, and that way we'll feel better leaving here. And um, that's when everything started. It was interesting when they showed up. Um, we were working in the basement, and like Jason was saying a second ago, the, the noises started getting louder the more we were working. And um, they called me back. The non-emergency line called my cell phone back and said, the officers are there. They don't see you guys on the property where yet. And that's when we had to go around, get them, and show them where we were working. And um, they went in and tried to knock on the front door. No answer. And we told them that we thought it was on the back door. You know, there was a back door to the apartment. We showed them in the basement where we were hearing the noises. So they went and were banging on the, the door um, on the back porch. And all you could hear, this is on a very busy road, Hampton Boulevard, you could hear like 18-wheeler trucks going by, and they had a bunch of AC units. So um, that was really the only thing you could hear. But when the lady police officer was banging on the door, uh, De'Aaron was in the basement, and he was like, hey, I can hear it now. Tell him to come down here. So we brought him in the basement, and you could hear the lady was, she must have been yelling with everything she had. Um, it still sounded very muffled, very far away. They must have had some really good insulation on this apartment complex, but that's when um, they went ahead. They the lady radioed some kind of signal in, and all of a sudden, fire trucks and ambulances started showing up everywhere. And they kicked the front door in and uh, found the lady inside. Paramedics rescued the woman who had fallen and was lying on the floor for three days. We asked the employees at what point they realized the magnitude of what they had just done essentially helping to save someone's life, and how often do they think about it? When the um, lady police officer, she came back, we didn't actually go in the apartment or anything because there were so many people. She came over and told us uh, that there was an elderly lady that fell and that she had been there since Friday morning. And uh, she was like, good thing y'all 
you call because this lady would have probably died if she would have stayed here till the next morning. So it, it made us feel good that we got involved. Yeah. I'm just glad I was able to, uh, help her, you know? Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm just blessed. It happened. It occurred, but I'm, I'm blessed we were there. And that's, you know, every day you don't know what you're going to run into. Um, but it's the old saying, you see something, say something. Well, now I believe if you hear something, see something say something so you know you just don't know and if you get that instant feeling you know what's wrong with checking it out noises are a little different now because usually you know when i walked in um before to a basement i mean you'd hear all kinds of stuff you just keep doing your job you know uh, make sure everything's safe and just keep going but now when you walk in you're like a little more attentive hey man there could actually be something going on here and you know, you just want to make sure that you're doing the right thing all the time. It was like a recording, like 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 a TV was on or something. It, it just it was like somebody had their face in a pillow and trying to say something. I mean, it's just right. You know, it was just so muffled. It was, you know, too. I I know we work out in the community a lot, and you know, we see all kinds of stuff. But I mean, we're right there by Major College ODU, and um. You know, you never know if somebody's being held against their will, if, um, you know, what's going on in somebody's life or in one of them apartments. So we just felt like we had to act, man, because we wouldn't have been able to sleep at night, you know, wondering about that noise at 12 o'clock at night. Man, what what happened? Or turn on the news the next day and you see somebody, you know, passed away in a apartment complex. That would have gave us a horrible feeling, but we're just glad to get involved. After hearing firsthand from the three co-workers, whom we now consider to be heroes, we wanted to know what the biggest takeaway was from their experience and how has it changed their day-to-day outlook. We did something good. Yep. Yep. Something very positive. Like it changed somebody's life. Yep. Like I always tell everybody, it was a blessing that day. Not just for me, but all of us, you know. Yeah, I was just glad I was, I don't want to be called a hero. I just want to, you know, I'm just glad that uh, we was able to help her. Just be aware of your surroundings. That's all. Pay attention. That's it. There you go. Yep. At Southern Company, safety is our number one value. We appreciate the quick thinking, presence of mind, and life-saving actions that our Virginia natural gas employees displayed while out working in the field. You, too, can perform and maintain every job, every day, safely. Stay tuned for our final SoPod episode for 2019, Tom Talks, featuring Southern Company CEO Tom Fanning. Thank you for listening to the SoPod Network. Remember, you can now listen and subscribe to the SoPod Network on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts.